2: Impala Films presents Haunted, the audio drama. Season 2, Episode 9, The Cry of the Abyss. Part 2 of 4, written by Jamie Evans.
3: Abby! Abby!
4: Oh, shit! Are
3: you okay, Casey?
4: Yeah. Uh, no. Fuck. I think I sprained my arm.
3: Kaplan's?
5: I, I, I appear to be okay.
4: Me too.
5: None of us are okay. We're here, right where we don't want to be. Oh, that's just great. Hand the line on it. I don't even have my smokes! What do you mean, end of the line? This is where you wanted to go, sonny boy. Silver pit island. No one's ever come back from here. And looking at the state of my ship, well, there's, there's no way we're going back either. Oh God! Oh no! No, no, no! Shani, calm down!
4: How the fuck am I supposed to calm down, Greg? Mom, Dad, please, we need to hold it together. Dan, what do we do?
3: You asking me? Shit. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. oh, thank God for small favors. My phone didn't get soaked. Oh, shit. No signal, though. It wanted us here, it did.
5: Can you smell it in the air? Huh? Evil, please What do you mean it wanted us here? That stormy has sprung up out of nowhere. Faster than I've ever seen any storm spring up. You can't be implying that some sort of unnatural force caused the storm. That was clear skies just before we set off. Now look, that's as grey as I ever saw it.
3: That's a good point. The way those clouds look, this storm could just be taking a break. It could start again at any moment, and I definitely don't want to be exposed once night falls. We should make our way inland and try to find shelter, if not help.
4: I agree. Let's get going. Did any supplies survive the shipwreck?
5: My fags are salt. The only other thing I've got is this. It could be useful. Whoa. Cool Swiss army knife. Cheers. It's, uh, it's well old. Belonged to my dad before me. Never go anywhere without it. That
3: troubles the cop in me, but for now, let's just roll with it.
4: My backpack got wet, but most of the stuff inside is fine. Not that any of it is much use. I've got some spare deodorant if anybody's feeling not so fresh. Now isn't the time for jokes, Casey. Sorry, I'm just trying to lighten up the mood. Oh, I forgot to pack this.
3: Is that a compass?
4: Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Look at it. The needle is just spinning wildly. <laughs> I guess it's not going to be much use. I'm sorry.
3: Not your fault. Guess we should get going, right?
4: You don't sound so sure. It's just that... Your friends?
5: Yeah. Your friends were swept overboard before the ship rolled, lad. I truly don't... I don't mean to upset you, but they're almost settled dead say that
3: It's better face facts i said no okay i don't want to think about that i can't think about that come on everyone stick together we don't know the terrain i called on my old crisis training from my days in the academy forcing all of my fears over the fate of james and abigail into a small box deep in my mind it wasn't easy I was out of practice in the thought of losing Abigail. If I allowed myself to think about it, I'd simply curl up on that beach and die. Moving across the sand, we headed into the thick forest, twigs snapping noisily beneath our feet. Marjorie Kaplan moaned and complained the entire time, destroying any potential opportunity we might have of remaining quiet and causing me to wish desperately that Casey had just listened to me back in the harbour and let me come here alone. Professor Harry Backman had contacted James several days prior. Given James's bad habit of forgetting to charge his mobile phone, we'd initially missed the message. It said that he and some students were on a dig in Ethlingham and that he'd seen Carl Trevino. I hope that Harry's trip to Silverpit Island was related solely to their discovery of the shipping manifests at the dig site. But, given the local legend, the propensity for Carl to always turn up where there is trouble... And the fact that absolutely nothing in my life seemed to be a coincidence lately. I imagined he too had come to visit the island. Which meant he might still be around. If that's the case, well, to put it bluntly, if that were the case, then we'd be fucked.
4: Are you okay? Huh?
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine.
4: Worried about your friends?
3: Of course.
4: I'm pretty worried about Kevin, too. Do you really think they might be out there?
3: Honestly, I don't know. One minute we're on a calm ocean, next there's a massive storm and we're washed up on an island nobody could see before. So I guess what I'm saying is, anything is possible.
4: Yeah, I I guess you're right. Are you scared? No. (laughs) You're such a bad liar.
3: No, I'm not scared. I'm cautious. We're in an unfamiliar terrain and the only weapon we have is a rusty pocket knife in the hands of Captain Burzai over there. <laughs> Do
4: you think they washed up on the same beach we did?
3: Honestly, I don't know. The island can't be that big though, surely. If they're on here, they can't be far. Stop! What is it?
5: Look at that. It, It's a fallen tree. Did the wind blow it down? No, look at the break here. You see how smooth that, is? that
4: was cut. Why chop down a tree just to leave it there?
2: Clearing a path, perhaps? But why leave all of these other trees around?
3: Trying to get something in the tree. They were trying to get something that was in the tree, up high. <sighs> <sighs> Look at this. Oh
4: no! What is that?
3: It's a backpack. Somebody was in this tree, and somebody else wanted them down.
2: Is there any way of knowing who it belongs to?
3: Well, judging by what's inside, I think it belongs to a girl. We know there are a couple of female students in Harry's class.
5: Oh, Greg, something did happen to them. Calm down, Marjorie. We don't know that for certain. Oh, it's
3: near a good sign, though, is it? Please don't make it worse.
4: Guys, look over there, in the distance. Can you see lights? Where? Oh, yes. Yeah, I see it. Do you think it's them?
3: Well, it could be. But we should be careful, though. Approach slowly. We still don't know.
2: Jesus Christ! What is that? Oh,
5: we heard that on the ship just before we capsized. Yeah, sounds big.
4: A whale or something?
5: I never heard the
3: wheel sound like that. Shh, shh. Don't move. Did everyone hear that?
5: I heard it. It was over there. Is it the kids? Shh.
3: Keep your voice down. It's getting too dark to see through these trees. Let me just turn on my phone light and...
5: Ah! Oh, God!
3: Someone's there. I can hear more of them.
4: Oh, Jesus Christ! Run! They're shooting at us! We noticed, Dad.
3: That barn! Up ahead! In there! Are there any other ways for them to get in? I'll check them back! Kaplans, check for any way they could get in. Now! Who are they? You know as much as I do at this point, mate. Dan, look outside. Right, stay low so they don't see you. What is that?
4: Look at them. They're almost dead. And look what they're carrying.
3: The dilapidated old barn was surrounded on three sides by the dark emerald forest. The sun was rapidly vanishing over the horizon, and in the murky twilight left behind, I could just make out the creatures emerging from the edge of the tree line. Feral was the right word for them. They were humans. Or perhaps they had once been human, except they appeared to be wasting away. They were thin and sinewy, their skin looking as thin as paper. Their hair was bedraggled and too long. The men all sported huge, unruly beards that blended with their hair to create a thick and intimidating mane. A dark fluid, blood perhaps, it was hard to tell, stained their hands and the area around their mouths. The clothes they wore were raggedy and old-fashioned, Several of them carried bows with them. The rest carried what looked like farming tools. It was a ridiculous thought, but one I couldn't make leave my head. I kept thinking of a group of medieval peasant farmers. That's what they looked like. Jesus Christ, I swear to God if this is a time travel thing. Uh, A what? Never mind, just here, help me board up this window.
4: Did you just say time travel? We've got three more
5: coming out of the tree line. Huh, I've locked the back door with some old chain and I've found a few animal traps back there. I've set them up so if any of those bastards get in, they'll be in for a nasty shock.
3: Good thinking, Angus. Kaplans, how are we doing up there?
4: Mom, Dad? We're okay, honey, we're okay.
5: One of those horrible people just shot an arrow through the window upstairs.
3: What are we going to do?
5: Bloody hell! The plane's about down the door! Will it hold?
2: Not for long! We're trapped like rabbits!
5: We need to get out of here!
4: Mum, wait.
5: Come on, Greg!
4: No, wait a moment! Ah!
5: Eden, fool, Dad! Oh, damn it! Sorry, Liza. I shouldn't have laughed. It's not funny. <laughs> That's a bit funny, on. Pompous son of How bad is it? There's a fucking bear trap on my leg. What the fuck do you think?
4: No, no, no! Don't, don't pull it out yet. What do you mean, don't pull it out? He's right, Dad. You might make it worse if you open it.
3: It's the last thing we need right now. Oh, oh
4: God! Is that chain going to hold, Dad? No, no.
5: They're coming in, lad! Get away from me! Gotcha, you bastard! This is it! They're coming in! Don't go down without a fight, laddie!
3: Stop it! Something to do with that noise. Look, none of them are moving. <laughs> I can't believe what I'm seeing. They're
4: just walking away. What's going on?
3: Where'd everybody go? Bingo.
4: They're all gone. Just like that. What were they?
3: I have no idea.
4: We need to look at my dad.
5: I'll come take a look. I might be able to fix him up well enough to walk.
3: What the hell was that? Abigail. God, I hope you're okay.
0: <coughs> What? What the hell? Abigail! Abigail! Abigail, can you hear me? Come on, Abigail, wake up. Wake up, please.
6: (coughs) Fuck me. My throat feels like sandpaper.
0: I think you swallowed some salt water.
6: Where are we?
0: I don't know. Last thing I remember is that terrible noise and being flung from the deck.
6: It looks like we're underground.
0: It's a cave. Look, you could see the entrance down that way. The current must have swept us into the tunnel. We're lucky considering the alternative.
6: That noise we heard. You said you heard it before. Where? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know?
0: I don't remember.
6: Don't remember or don't want to talk about it? I meant
0: what I said. Let's see. Testing, testing. Oh, good, it still works. Oh, bloody hell.
6: Lost all your flour? Yes. Good. You need to stop drinking anyway.
0: Don't tell me what I need to do, Abigail. I'm a grown man.
6: Well, maybe you should start acting like one then.
0: What is your problem?
6: Right now, it's you. For weeks now, you've been moody and sullen and just a complete dick. And uh, and I follow you. Like an over-eager puppy, I follow you every time. And look where we are. Washed up in a tunnel somewhere, God only knows where Dan is, or if he's even still alive. Do you even think of that?
0: Of course I did. And? Dan can take care of himself.
6: I am tired of following you into dangerous situations, and you refusing to do me the courtesy of just being honest with me. I've known you for months, and barely know anything about your past.
0: Abigail, I can't.
6: Can't? Or won't?
0: Maybe I haven't been entirely honest with you. I hold my hands up to that. But that's because I don't know what the truth is. I don't remember, okay? I don't know if I repressed it, or if it's the booze destroying my memory, or... You know what? You're right, Abigail. You're right. You shouldn't follow me into danger anymore. Once we find Harry and the kids and we escape, you should go back to Greenvale. These are my problems to worry
6: about. That's not... That's not what I meant! I just... Oh, oh. Uh, I don't think this is a, a natural tunnel. I, I think it might be man-made. Look how smoothly it's carved into the rock.
0: It's a smuggler's tunnel, I think. The waterway is just wide enough for a small boat, but not a modern commercial ship.
6: So you think this is some sort of underground dock?
0: If this island is inhabited, then they need to get supplies here somehow. I think this might be how.
6: It looks like they have a shipment ready to go. Look, there's three crates loaded onto that boat.
0: Abigail, be careful. Huh? Never mind.
6: This is weird. What is this stuff? They're just filled with these glass flasks with this black liquid in them. What do you think this is, James? James?
0: Look on the lid of the crate, Abigail.
6: Oh, shit. Carter and Co. and Little Hope Orphanages.
0: You wanted to know about my past? I think we might be here.
6: Your orphanage was on an island?
0: No. No, it, it wasn't. When we escaped, Carl and I, and um, we, we climbed a wall and we made it to a road. We hitched a ride in a truck, not in a boat. We definitely weren't on an island, I know that much.
4: But you did
6: recognise that awful cry we heard. I know. What does that mean?
0: I don't know. I don't know, Abigail. James. I, I thought you were angry with me.
6: I am. But it doesn't mean I don't care about you.
0: We need to go, Abigail.
6: Okay, come on. I can feel a breeze coming from ahead. We must be near the end of the tunnel. Do you want to talk about it?
0: No, thank you. I need to think about it a bit.
6: I understand. Shh! Someone's coming! There's nowhere to hide!
2: Well, hello there. This is an odd place to find visitors, isn't it?
5: In my leg, thanks to that crazy Scotsman! Aye, and it's thanks to this crazed Scotsman you ever got out of that trap. The way you were yanking on it, you'd likely have taken the whole leg with it. Is he gonna be okay? Yes, a makeshift patch job. It's something I learned back when I used to go hunting. It'll do for now, but it's only meant to be temporary until we can find him a
3: proper hospital. Well, we'll keep heading towards those lights. Hopefully it's a settlement of some sort with a doctor.
4: Or it could be where all the crazy people live.
3: Aye. It does rather feel
5: like we're strolling casually into enemy territory, lad. That's why we're moving carefully. Ah, shit, that hurts. You were seeing? The people on this island are savages. Disgusting. When we
3: find our son and get home, we're going to sue them for psychological trauma. I'm not sure they care about lawyers out here. Did you notice how old-fashioned everything is?
4: Actually, I did. Even the lights up ahead. From the way that they're flickering, I think they're open flame. I don't think there is any electricity here. Excellent. I'm sure there's somebody on the island who isn't as aggressive. They can't all be like that. Can they?
5: (laughs) Ah! I'm too old for a like this! Ow! This place is insane, ridiculous, we're definitely bringing our lawyers now, they've caused actual harm, who builds a pit like this and doesn't put up warning signs?
3: It's not just a pit, it's a trap, it was camouflaged.
0: Indeed it was, look at that boys, we called ourselves some intruders.
2: Starring Jamie Evans as James Hunter, Isabella Barbieri as Abigail Corbin, and Luke Hunter as Dan Cowell. Also featuring... Kevin Stemp, Harleen Sahota, Linda Clark, Michael Heath, Charles Topping, Benton Hodges, David Anthony Green. Haunted, the audio drama, is created by Jamie Evans, with all episodes produced and directed by Jamie Evans and Benton Hodges. Audio engineering by Benton Hodges and Jamie Evans. Haunted is a production of Impala Films and is recorded at Free Sprite Media Studios, with special thanks to Duncan Newham for equipment support. Opening and closing themes by James Crow. Thank you for listening to this audio presentation. Come back next week for the next exciting chapter of Haunted, the audio drama.